Rambam says in Hilchas Talmud Torah, "Kishem shat Talmidim chayavim b'chloid harav." Just like Talmidim students are chayiv to honor, to respect their Rebbe, kach harav tzarech lechabed as Talmidov ulekarvan. So too, the Rebbe has to be mechabed, has to be respectful, to honor his Talmidim ulekarvan, and to be mekarv them with warmth, bring them close. We're learning now Avis, Avis, Peregdal, and Pasuk Gudbeis. The covet of your Talmidim, the respect, the honor of your Talmidim should be more beloved to you than your own. And he says it again. You have to be careful with your Talmidim and to love them. These are the children that you're going to gain from and enjoy in this world and the next world. Now, we grew up, this was missing. Covered for a child? Acting mechabed a child? He's not talking about standing up for you when you walk into, when the fourth grader walks into the room. He's talking about treating you like a human being with respect that's due to a human being. And someone who doesn't do that cannot be a teacher and it's a beferish rabbam. There is never an excuse to be mavaza, to, to, to make a kid feel bad. You can't build somebody up by breaking them down. Not rabbeim, not parents. When you break your child, when you break the student, they become broken. You can't raise, you can't build. Look, all the stories of tzaddikim, they found a way to make the one who was struggling get better. Now, who is he talking about? You have to be mechabed your talmidim and be mechar of them and watch out for their respect. He's not talking about the four good kids in the class, because that's easy. Every, every Rebbe's pride and joy. Of course you're going to be mechabed, and why not? And he says, beware. And who is he saying beware? He's saying those four troublemakers in the back who don't listen, who are struggling, and they have stamped with all kinds of mental illness diagnosis and learning disabilities. Tzarech Adam Lihizaher, you beware with your Talmidim Ul'ayavon. Make sure you love them. Incredible Rambam. What if you can't? What if you can't? Rabbi Yitzhak Zilberstein says in Oleyden L'Shabeach, Parshas Tvarim, Chelek Beis, page 195. Every teacher in our generation needs to know. This chayv, this responsibility is on your shoulders more than anything else. Your job before you teach the curriculum, you have to bring the child to a matzav, to a situation of feeling simcha batayra. You can't do that with punishments and put-downs and, and, and control and all that. You have to bring them to, they feel a simcha of learning joy in Tyra. And if he says, I can't do it, I can't do it. This kid, he comes in, he's terrible, he's horrible, and you find that you can't do it. Kedai, it's worthwhile. You should leave this important job to those that are better than you. That's what he says. This is, you're talking about lives. This is not something that you can do 70%. Right? I always say, you know, you can become, become a mashkiach. You know, you can, if you, if you, if you throw out a chicken that's supposed to be kosher, so you just damage the chicken. 
but don't mess up don't mess up our kids if you don't know how to do this just get a different profession in every other profession you're not a good salesman you make less sales no no okay you make less sales you make less money over here you're damaging people right and left kids are damaged people are damaged 20 30 years later People have horror stories and their damage, their self-esteem is destroyed and they can't study properly or do something properly. We had over here a very chash of a tzaddik. And I don't want to say his name, but those of you who were here, you heard the story. His father survived the Holocaust and he became one of the leaders in Klal Yisrael and he was a big Talmud Chacham, a famous person, wrote Svarim, many Svarim, and was Makarev, many, many people. And he told his son, that when I was a kid, before the war, I got punished a lot for, by Birchas HaMazin, by benching. And he says, now I learn 10, 12 hours a day, I give shiurim, everything. He says, I can't connect to, to, to benching. I can't connect. I can't concentrate. I can't get through it. For an adult who went through the Holocaust to admit something like that, his father broke his finger. His father broke his connection to benching. People break their children forever. And he's a guddle. And he has, he was a grandfather and a great grandfather at that time. He was here at the, at the crisis center. And he was machazagas. And he's, he's strong. And he went through and he survived. And you hear all his stories. And he could do everything. But the pain from his parent, and it could be from a Rebbe, can last forever. Isn't that an unbelievable achrayis? So he says, it's a huge achrayis before you take this job. If you can't do this, let somebody else have it. Now, interesting, I said that you should become a shaykhet. But look up, look up the story by the Balshamtiv about a famous tzaddik who had to come back as a Gilgal because he paskined on a chicken that was treif when it was kosher. And he had to come back, and he came back so he shouldn't have any, any, he didn't want to have to sin. So he came back as a mute, and by 13 years old, when he was 13, the Baal Shem told him to come, to make a bracha, I forgot, a shahakal, or maybe a bracha on a chicken, I don't remember the story. And it, it was a famous, it was a famous place, it was a famous story. And he, that was his tikkun, he needed to go ahead and apologize to a chicken. Even on a chicken! What do you do when you have a Jewish kid? There's no passport, there's no, um, diplomatic immunity in Shemayim. You embarrass this girl. You embarrass this boy. Well, I'm a teacher. There's no diplomatic immunity. Adarabba. Because you're a teacher and they could only learn with love, you have to figure out how to love every single kid. And I'm a pretty loving guy, but I can't love some of these rotten kids, you know? I would not be able to teach. You see, these kids said, this one I can love. This one's, oh, this guy's a nice kid. That kid, you know, the, with, you know, I have a lot of examples that I'm not going to say. How could you love every kid in a class? He says, if you can't do it, find a more loving person. This professional, important thing, give it over to somebody else. Become a plumber. You don't have to like sewage. right? You could become a, a plumber. You could become lots of stuff. Become an accountant. You mess up somebody's taxes. No, no. They'll also fire you. But don't mess up kids. You can't mess with kids. And kids remember stuff. And kids, kids, they don't, they may not remember what you say, but they remember how, how you made them feel. You make a, a kid feel like he's bad. And sometimes we do it on these little kids who are four years old. You know, and as adults, most of us would not tolerate that. If your rub of your shul made you feel that way, you would leave the shul. You would drop out of that shul. And we, we, 
these kids are stuck and some people just make them feel bad. Rav Pam says it's Ainoas Tevorim. It's an Avera. He said he heard a mother. I sent out the clip. He said he heard a mother in a store call her child. He said, you're a bad boy. He said, you're not allowed to say that. Say you did a bad thing. Don't say you are a bad boy. That's how careful we need to be. Not to give labels. We see that in the Torah. Yaakov Avinu said to Shimon and Levi, Ur, Apam, your anger is cursed. You're not cursed. You have an anger problem. Go to anger management classes. You messed up. You made a mistake. But he didn't curse them. He said, your anger is cursed. You're not a bad boy. You're not bad. You did a bad thing. You did something not right. The Nesiva Shalom says, how sensitive do you need to be to children? He says, you're not allowed to tell a child, let's say a kid's in your, in your office or wherever, whatever room. He's in your study and you have a hush of a guest. So what do you say? Could you leave the room? He says, you're not allowed to say that. He said, could you go to the, would you mind going to the other room? Could you please go to the other room? And I was thinking about this. I'm like, wow. Like, how sensitive. You don't tell somebody, leave the room. You say, could you go to the other room? What's the difference? Difference is, would you tell your boss, could you leave the room? You would say, would you mind going to the other room? Treat your children like a mensch. Don't, they're not chess pieces that you move around and that you get out. Some people talk to the kids, get out of here. I don't want to see you. All this kind of stuff. Where, where does it come from? And it bites you. It bites you because you're raising kids who will talk like that to you one day. It's horrible. Or they're very sensitive and they won't talk to you at all. <laughs> right? Either they're going to talk rough to you or they're just going to say, get out of my life. I can't take this. People go to, go to therapy now for 50 years. You know, there's a story of these three old ladies. They're 99 years old. And they all turned 100. The same day. And they're all schmoozing with each other. And lady number one says, you know, my son is the best son in the whole world. For my 100th birthday, you know what he got me? He got me a limousine. Everyone said, wow. The second one goes, that's nothing. My son, for my 100th birthday, he got me an apartment with two helpers and cleaners in Florida on a condo on the top floor penthouse. The third one says, that's nothing. My son told me, that every week he goes to therapy two times a week and all he talks about is me. <laughs> right? Don't give your kids stuff to talk about in therapy. Make a mistake, apologize for it, but learn the rules of engagement and if you're getting upset, you're getting angry, you're getting frustrated, take a break, tap out. Say, you know what? I need a day off. Now, I'm not actually telling you to leave them alone for a day. Say, you'll deal with this issue a different time.